Moisturizer, 100% natural. It's got shea butter and it's straight from Ghana, right? Coconut, grapeseed oil, and other essential oils. You know, the owner is Black on Deanna Blackwell. You can find it on her website, Dabi Dabi Shea. That's D A B I D A B I. Going to get moisturized. <laughs> So, guys, first time back in the booth from the COVID shutdown. So we've had the COVID come to play. We've had multiple killings of black men, which led to protesting, riots, and looting. What a time to be alive. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm your host, C3, alongside with Todd. You know who's on the beats, E. Cannon. And this is Intentional Dangerfield. You know, we're not, we're not the players. We're not the coaches. You know we ain't the fans. This is the scoreboard talking to you. We're here to tell you what time it is. We had to dip deep in the bag and pull out one of the most special guests that we have here at Attentional Dangerfield to let y'all know what's going on. Mr. Jordan Crawford is back with us this evening. How's it going, guys? I'd like to welcome you. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Man, last time we had you on, you was dropping knowledge about the... Uh, Vaping, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the vaping news that had taken over everything at that time. Simpler times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can it be also simple? Since then, you know, we've legalized marijuana here in Illinois. And that was at the beginning of here in 2020. And everybody knows what else has transpired since then. So yeah. so yeah, man, you are how you've been maintaining through the COVID uh, shutdown and things like that. Good, good, really good, actually. So um, you know, fortunately, we were able to stay open during much of the crisis. So uh, much of my life was unaffected. Uh, kind of lived it vicariously through the through the community. Um, uh, you know, I'm very fortunate to have not been affected that much by it. But how about you guys? You guys been holding up okay? 
And yeah, like you said, um, kind of, you know, regular life was, you know, essential worker. So nothing to mm-hmm. stop, only just the extracurricular that I'm accustomed to, you know, once summer opens or, you know, once spring gets going, I, I, I generally was a baseball coach my whole life since stopped playing up until this point. So it's kind of weird, you know I mean? I'm used to being outside and around people and, and, and playing sports. So that, that, that has been a mental adjustment for sure. But with all that, you know, taking in the information from the whole scenario of COVID, from the initial, you know, introduction to it, to the reaction of, you know, the the world, basically, and all the things that that brought with it. You know, that has just been a it's been an exhausting time. And then to add the present time that we're under, you know, like I said, with the opening of the show, with the, you know, from Ahmad Arbery to, was it, was her name, Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. to George Floyd, and, you know, lots of people in between that. Uh, there's a lot of information. I've been on information overload. So I'd like to, you know, just talk it out and figure some things out. Absolutely. So, like, we'll start with the COVID stuff. What What are your thoughts now? Has anything changed from the initial introduction of the pandemic to this point? Or are you operating the same as you always have once you knew about this? Um, I mean, obviously, I'm trying to make a point to, you know, wash my hands more. Um, I don't I haven't been touching a lot of things like in my apartment. I won't touch the the door handle to go in. I'll just use my foot to push it open. So, I mean, little stuff like that stuff we should probably be doing all the time anyway. Um, but uh, as as far as that, you know, maybe being a little bit more strict with Sophia. Yeah. Um, you know, Sophia not being able to my daughter not being able to do extracurricular activities. That's definitely uh been an adjustment. Her being home a lot more has been an adjustment, but, um, you know, her mom's been able to, to work from home. So, um, when I'm at work, she'll have her. And then when I'm home, I'll have her. And yeah, it's, it's been, it's been working out. Um, it's definitely stressful times though. I, I get what you're saying by information overload. It seems like we can't get a break this year. No, <laughs> it, no break, no break. And, uh, when you was talking about having the kid home more often, my son with uh, the school, you know, that everything's through Zoom or mm-hmm. the tablets, iPads, all that stuff. And that, like, anytime the teacher would give homework, I'd get mad because I know <laughs> <laughs> that I got to fight my son real quick for three, four hours to get all your homework done on it. Daily ba- try to get it done on on a daily basis. So, the parents were they have been put to task. Absolutely. It's been no joke. Because <laughs> I mean, they really sent the curriculum home like they were at school all day with it. What mm-hmm. you know, and had meetings, all of that. Hey, can we talk to the parents uh, after the after class? I'm trying to make lunch. 
And you want to talk to me <laughs> while I'm trying to make lunch. I'm trying to finish this Netflix series. I'm not <laughs> trying to get it <laughs> my, my son taking the, showing the whole house. Stay right there. Just stay right there. Don't yeah. move. Wow. We didn't have any of that. <laughs> oh, man. Did show your whole crib on the cribs. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and you won't even know it. You just be looking over like, "What are you are you serious?" Right. The whole classroom now. Right, right. Yeah. See possibly seeing you walk through the crib. You're not ready. In your and ones. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you knew you was going to be on camera, you'd have the your, your KDs oh, no. on. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> in the same shorts that day they got, uh, they got it from uh, next Friday. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, everybody got them short, and they wear them at the crib only. Man, I set up a cubicle for her to do her zooming in, like, and then we set it up in the corner, you know, the table and the laptop, and then yeah, she had to stay there while she was zooming. Man, so. that's what I should have did. Yeah. I didn't do that. Well, I mean, the first couple days, she, uh, I, the reason what predicated that was the fact that she was. In her bed, zooming like with her cover on. And uh-huh. I, was like, yep, oh, yep. I don't want the teacher oh. to see you in bed zooming, you know, especially if the other kids are sitting up, you know. So, right, you need to go sit at the table, right? So, right, yeah. <laughs> Dry did try to pull that, he tried to pull that a couple times. Get you, get up, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, and it's and it's hard to, to get your point across sternly while they also have the class exactly. on, the, on the video because <laughs> class ain't ready for that yet not all the not all the students are ready nah. to hear that yeah they're not ready for what i'd be talking about what i don't <laughs> think anybody's paying attention <laughs> anybody paying attention yeah the real stuff yes i mean can we all agree that teachers need to be paid more <laughs> well they definitely have a I couldn't do it. Ima- no, imagine your kids, and then twenty five more yeah. of the same thing. No, <laughs> it, it's it's, yes. a, it's a tough job. Yes, yeah. it's a tough but, job. Yes, I I don't I don't oh no I couldn't do it because I I can it's hard I I feel bad sometimes because I'd be like man am I just that terrible like because I don't got the patience some like I'd be mm-hmm. like hey man do this. Right here, and it's I didn't explain the whole sheet. I didn't get, let you see the videos. You got any questions? And you still, I just can't do it. No, <laughs> you know, like we just did ten of them together. What do you mean? <laughs> what? What you say? That this, here's a here's a Khan Academy video. Right. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> here. Like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to interact with this mm. to get them to because you know teachers got to do some. They got to be able to pull you in, like especially with little kids. Yeah, I I don't got the charisma because you're right, and the, the the want has to be there, and then now you're you're with your own child, so again you're behaving a lot, lot different <laughs> than you would if you, this was your job. Right. <laughs> or your career you know what I mean yes yes so yeah that that was uh, parent teacher to teacher it's definitely different in my house <laughs> I mean as it should be teachers, right. teachers should be professionals you know yes right. yeah you, yeah 
But not I. I, I don't have the charisma. Because I'm telling you, every time I say, man, how many assignments you don't have in the morning? <laughs> You had homework, man. I have homework. They made us have homework. Exactly. Again, I we was didn't done. Like it. We didn't like it, especially at first. No. And, yeah, so, please, let's just hope this one is uh, a, a video. <laughs> hope it's just a video that they want us to watch. Say a couple words on it. We're done. Ours were a mix. Like, for science, you had to watch a video, do this worksheet. For reading, you had to read these articles or whatever. And then, yeah, just a, depending upon what subject it was, you were doing something completely different. So. Now, what grade are we talking? She was in third grade. Okay. Yeah. So my son, he he was in sixth grade this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, some of them questions don't get answered all the time. I ain't even going to lie to y'all or the listeners. I can't do the math. I'm telling. I can't. Do the math. I can't do the math. Yeah. I could, but I don't have a reason to. So I'm not subjecting myself to that type of mental torture, in my opinion. Exactly. I what, mean, I could get it, but what you know. what level of math are they teaching in sixth grade now? Ooh, ooh, see, he gonna put me on the street like that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm completely curious. I'm, that's that, I'm just want to know. Because third grade math, anybody, you know, anybody. Can yeah, that, he he's in the al- he's in the algebra, yeah, and stuff like that. Man, yeah. give, give it five to ten years, and they'll be teaching calculus freshman year of high school or in eighth grade. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. Yeah, and calculus was like junior year. Yeah, uh, even for what year did you graduate? Oh, three. See, I graduated in eleven, and calculus I didn't take until junior year yeah and no no forget no. about all that <laughs> I, can't. I, I can't i anytime it's x plus y it's re- why <laughs> why and see, why? And see calculus is even why. calculus is even worse because you're trying to determine you're you're showing a wide variety of different answers that something could possibly be in, in many cases and it's just yeah Come stuff on, like man. that math in my opinion should be finite like <laughs> like yes. two and two is four that's that i can do but. yes so so what yes. so let me ask this what type of math would elon Musk be doing to <laughs> create a craft that would take astronauts up to the space station and come back itself and then land itself i would think there's a ton of different kind of math all involved. of them oh yeah. <laughs> all of that all of the maths yeah, yeah but absolutely. We're, we're gonna, that's I mean, crazy because I, I, I would think that the math i mean the area of math that you would use to design the rocket ship for like aerodynamics would probably be a little bit different than like the math you would use for like telemetry and um, navigation and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, like it's, geometry compared to like calculus or algebra and stuff like that. So all of it together, all, all, of the maths. all the maths, <laughs> doing all the maths. <laughs> Man, back to the COVID thing. So speaking of all the maths, you know, we were estimated to receive, you know, like possibly double of the deaths that we have infected. So what do we have? We have how many people we have infected at this point? We have over it's over a hundred thousand. Is it two hundred? Are you speaking in I, Illinois? Infected? In an in no, it's a million, right? I think it's well over a million that are infected in the U.S. So deaths, yes. So deaths in America are over a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So they were they were estimating about two hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and I don't know when that timetable is 
up or how long the duration they were going to be counting for. But that was the estimate. And we know that there have been cases and instances and information saying that they were confirming COVID deaths that necessarily that wasn't the reason why somebody died. Right. And, you know, to add to the scenario with the George Floyd case, an autopsy found that he tested positive for coronavirus. Well, right. Well, of course. Right. I, I still believe that there's a lot more people that have it than don't have it. Absolutely. And then if they decided to test, then they would have to shut everything down. Like, so. What, what, are, your, I, what are your thoughts? I think of, it was so, um, medical orthodoxy says that once you reach, I think around like 70% infected, for the, maybe it's just for this particular disease or this particular virus, but once you reach around like 70% of, infect, of, an, of an infection rate, um, that's when you begin to see the effects of herd immunity happen. So, I mean, at that point, it would it would stop mattering, in my opinion, you know, if we shut things down or not. Well, and th- well, and that's why I think they didn't initially get like they wasn't going to test everybody. No, they need to. That's that's the biggest problem. Is and, that and they're right. not testing anyone. They and, and they haven't been. We haven't been from the get go. No, and I think the numbers would be st- staggering. Like, yeah, it. But I mean, that would you be best said, case scenario almost. You, true. if you think about it. If everyone is if everyone is infected with it, right? Well, I don't know. I just I ain't trying to be infected with nothing. You probably already are. I, Lord, <laughs> give me strength. Or, or already have been. And I, honestly, though, like every person that I've talked to, they have a story where it's like, oh, there was one night. I'm like, what? You know, it's just was crunk. <laughs> and I'm like, you had that 19. I'm telling you, know, you man, the, 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 the flu stories, the over the winter, again, they had to shut down a couple schools mm-hmm. because of the flu. <clears throat> this sounds very, very similar. This sounds very, <laughs> very similar to what you would do now. Right? I mean, you would shut it down. Right. And that's right. what we did. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy to play, like, what do they call it, Monday morning quarterback or whatever. Um, I, I think a, a, one of the biggest mistakes besides not testing people um, and not testing early enough um, and besides not taking it seriously um, was the fact that the World Health Organization warned of this, you know, six weeks before we started taking any action, and we just completely wasted all of that lead time. And we also refused tests from the World Health Organization. Um, you know, if if we really wanted to do something about it in terms of, like, keeping it from reaching a lot of people and infecting people, we probably should have done something about it sooner. Definitely. I, d- <clears throat> I don't know. It, 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 I, I've come to a lot of different scenarios with COVID because it's just you just don't know you know mm. and uh, yeah man I, I at first I, I mean I took it as a joke at first like eh, what is this this mm. is not 
happening. But then when it came from China in a week, it was like, oh, we about to close stuff that you know, close mm-hmm. it down. But uh, I think maybe for people over thirty, I guess we we have to think different. You know, it's like man. I'm at the crazy really preparing because it's like, man, because I got asthma. So I'm like, well, what can I do? I had to make a, you know, couple decisions. Like I ain't doing bloom, 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 bloom. Like, I mean, you, you had to make those type of decisions because there was so much unknown at the time. You just knew that you didn't want it and it wasn't good. No, at all, and it was pretty much bodying everybody it came across from all the accounts. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what do you do? What do you do when you know a tornado's heading towards your house? You got down. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what we did. You know, this, it was it was amazing though to me that. Uh, because there's a lot of people that didn't think it would, it still don't think it's anything. Right. A lot of people, there's, there's, a, there's people that believe that this is political. That it's a ploy to unseat the president. <laughs> but the, the, how, 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 how? You like, know? There's some people who think that Democrats would be okay with killing off their grandparents to get Donald Trump out of office. Apparently. I don't I mean, know. You know, when, I mean. <laughs> when, when you make excuses, you, you, you make some that don't make sense to a lot of people, but mm-hmm. it makes sense to yourself. And there's been a lot of that mm-hmm. coming out of this administration, right or wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say, you know, no matter what side you're on, he does some things that don't help the situations at all. Oh, and that's in in yeah, and Jordan was talking about part of that time period of those five, six weeks, you know, we had a person that was in leadership, the 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 highest office of the free world discounting groups that that's all they do is, is generate research and information on said subject. Didn't he uh, say something like, can we put uh, like disinfectant inside of your yourself and inject that and somebody actually did it and sunlight. Can't we, can't we find some way of getting sunlight or UV radiation into the body. And then, well, he said he was being sarcastic, that he was talking to a reporter. But if you watch the video, he was definitely talking to Dr. Burks, I believe is her yes. name. Whose man's is this? It's your man's. It's your president. <laughs> yeah. It's the president of your country. Yeah. He's the smartest man in your country. And I, I'm, be, I'm behooved. Like I'm vexed. Vexed, <laughs> yes. Perturbed. And somebody somebody did it though. Like somebody tried it. The disin inject disinfected or whatever. Well of course, just like somebody people, tried it. There's the same thing with the hydroxychloroquine, the drug that was supposed to 
help you your body become immune to the virus and someone saw a form of hydroxychloroquine or or something a different compound and it was like i think fish medicine or fish food or something like that ended up taking it <clears throat> excuse me it was a husband and a wife a yes. couple and they both took it and i think the husband died uh, you know somewhat immediately and then that she was in critical condition i don't know her uh, her status now but. yeah they definitely did that note to self Anything you do, you will have a fan, no matter what. Like, it, like, so you can just really do anything. You will have a fan of that because who does that, bro? <laughs> like, who does I'm, that? I am telling you, there is a there, there's a lot of people that no matter what Donald Trump says, they're riding with that. Mm-hmm. Blindly, absolutely. It's scary to me, and it's it's around like thirty percent of the country. That's what's crazy. It's a it's a decent, it's a sizable, it's a sizable, yes, of the country. People don't think for themselves anymore. Like, what? Well, just think of it. How 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 hard is it for you to think for yourself when you're not trained to think for yourself in these times? I was just gonna say, I don't think I don't. The standout feature has always it's not. That's not the feature. It's not the bug. That's the feature. The fact that no one thinks for themselves. It's supposed to be that way. It's what stands out is the people who do think for themselves. And that's crazy. I don't think that I think that's been the case for forever. Yeah. You, you've always wanted a subservient, ignorant populace. That's much easier to, to control and subvert than Absolutely. an educated, free, forward thinking population. When, when you get the more educated you get, the more resistant you become to a lot of things that don't make sense to you. They wouldn't let us read, bro. That's true. They wouldn't let us learn how to read. They, I, I never thought about it like that, but to like, and that's perfect. I just feel like it's common sense though, man. Like in some instances, like does your gut really tell you that? Like in a, in a like you've been in something real hot and your gut was like, do that. And you listen to that gut, and it was like your gut was right. like. Does your gut tell you to they, they, do that? Like I, it's crazy to me, bro. Like it, they, it is crazy because that would lead me to believe that they would not listen to their gut because the gut don't stop working. It, it's there, right? So, so they're either being complicit or they're just not. Tr- they it's not trained like a weapon. Or a tool like somebody else's is. So when they hear it, they listen to it and they operate off of that. Right. That, that's that's it. That's what it is. I mean, it's 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 like your brain. It's another brain. It's where the reptilian your, brain. Yes, it's where you're feeding your fuel to. It just amazes me, man. Uh, this time has uh, opened my eyes to a lot of what's real and what's not real, you know? Whether that be the things that I desire and want, and people, you know? It's like. Unpackage that. Go deeper into that. What do you mean? Your desire, your wants, and people. What are, are you expecting something from people and you've seen another way, or are they showing you? Things you've already thought. What do you mean by that? Or has this just been like a reality check for you? A little bit of both. Um, 
especially especially with COVID, where you know you like to wear clothes and stuff like that and get shoes and you do that and I I was doing that and I was like oh I'm blah 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 and it's like I can't even wear any of this stuff and then um, it just made me realize like what do I need for myself like. Because when if something were to happen like this, like shoes and clothes can't help me in any situation. Like I need to have be able to have some knowledge. I gotta be able to I gotta be able to survive, you know. So how, what 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 are things that I can do to better myself when the lights go off? You know, like that's important now. And so it ain't, it has nothing to do with TV clothes, it, all the stuff that we love, and, you know, and we spend hours and time and dedicate you know, our lives to it. It's like, you don't, you can't, you don't need that stuff. And that's really not edifying yourself at, like at all. So it's like, man, it revealed to me like, what's real, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what I can let go, what I don't need to spend time with as much as I have been, you know, like it's, I'm, it's empty energy, you know, what can I, what energy that I can put into me, my family, my, you know, all of that. So that was the, the uh, a check for me. And then, also, you know, when I said people, it, it revealed certain things in, in, in thoughts. Like you were saying, like, you may have a thought. You said something real quick. Boom. You don't think about it. And then, you know, now you get time to look and see and, underst- you know, understand some stuff. And you're like, man, that meant more than... Especially with, you know, uh, the George Floyd and all that stuff going on. It's just like, you get to see stuff that you just didn't pay attention to anymore. It was just a, uh, I don't know, man. Just a self-realization and I got to see beyond the surface of things. I I don't know if I'm explaining myself. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to say it was like... It was a definitely a forced time of social meditation if you were able to rise to that occasion where you were forced away from society only with a looking glass view and you had to deal and manage yourself and what you've created around yourself, which is your family and your home. And you had to actually go from the grassroots bottom of that and teach your kids, spend time with your kids, eat a lot of meals with them and deal with the craziness that you've created, (laughs) which is your life. Right. And how did you manage that? You know, we're not done with it, but we're moving through chapters of it. The first initial chapters what what did you do? I mean, we, you know, initially, oh, work is done. 
for some, most people, some people were essential workers, but the, the, the overall mind state of where I was at with what I could see seemed like, okay, we're going to hunker down, grab snacks and just load up the, the house and hang out for a couple days and things will get back to normal. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't happen. It took a lot longer than what people th- expected, and it still hasn't picked up to where people thought we were going back to. I don't believe we'll ever go back to back back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we we could be done. We could be done and over with it by now. That's what I think. That's what's most upsetting to me. And if we had properly prepared, if we had been testing people. At the same rate per capita, say, like South Korea had been testing people. They had places set up to where you just drove in for free. You just drive through and then get tested. They were testing people at crazy rates. But um, there's no, but there's no like, cure or anything to it, though. No, not at all. But, I mean, if you, if, if you are testing more people, then it's easier to trace where the virus has been, where it has yet to be, and to better understand how to prevent it from going from point A to point B. Um, I mean, like contact tracing, you know, um, you you do that specifically to be able to prepare or to be able to protect certain areas for for running into the virus. You know, speaking on that, what are your thoughts on like the Apple Google um, databases that they've provided for the covid tracking where, you know, person that contracted it, you know, logs in and gives the information so that is possible mm-hmm. that you were speaking of. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, if it's done, if it's done willingly, then yeah, I think it's great. I think that's a that's a great tool for us to be able to for us to use. Um, I, I think we should be using any and all technology we possibly can to um, track and um, you know find out where the virus has been. So, so you're from? Are you familiar with what I'm speaking on? Yeah, absolutely. Could, yeah. Do Do you mind kind of? talking about that a little bit for um yeah if i'm not mistaken um it's something to where um, people who have um contracted the virus can go on there and tell them uh, that they've contracted it and then they would if i'm not mistaken alert people that they may have come into contact to mm-hmm. using their phone's data um their uh, phone's geographical data um just to send out an alert and say hey you know you should get yourself checked out because you've come into contact with someone who may have had who may have had the virus and exposed you Oh, I didn't know they did. So say say that. Yeah, you. So like, it's a it's it's. I would, if I'm not mistaken, it's like an application on your phone. Um, you you've been tested. Say you, Todd, you've been tested. Uh-huh. You are confirmed to have a uh, coronavirus, um, or have confirmed to have had it. Mm-hmm. Um, you would log that information. You would go into the application and tell them, "Hey, I've had it," and then using your phone's GPS GPS data and Wi-Fi, essentially. It would tell all the people that you've been in contact with, I think, within the last two weeks that, hey, you know, you've been in contact with someone who's had or has coronavirus. I got you. Yeah. I wish I, I didn't know nothing about that app because I'd be like going to somebody's house like, uh, you got that I don't know if it works like that. <laughs> I think it was more uh, just, to, just to make people cautious to you know let them know that hey you've you've been within a certain amount of space of someone who has coronavirus or had it you're on red alert 
Wouldn't you like that? I mean, if you if you have a pre-existing condition, wouldn't you like a, a heads up? So well, you can get it? I would definitely like the heads up. Would I use that technology? Probably not, because I just I'm a private person. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. And so yeah. any time that you're you can invade my privacy, I think you know that's good, and it would work for that. But I think somebody would want more so so if they don't tell them so if they don't tell them your name or anything about you they just say hey a person you've been in contact with within the last two weeks has coronavirus based on our geographical location data that we have you still wouldn't be okay with it protecting your neighbors essentially if it was only for that but do i ever believe that it's only for this thing no and that's just me because. Well, I mean, if you think that they're not already using that technology, well, they're all for... definitely already using that. <laughs> but so I'm not. I'm not gonna just since I already know I'm unwillingly doing it. I'm not gonna willingly just do it. Gotcha. I gotta fight it. So since you're no forcing me to do it, I won't do it even if I want to. <laughs> I'm not. I'm never consenting. Yeah. To to hey, here you are mm-hmm. and. Well, it's not you. It's, hey, there was a person here who may have exposed you. I know the truth. It doesn't have to be you. (laughs) I know the truth. So (laughs) I'm never consenting to any type of tracking. Even though this thing that I carry around every day will track. You've already consented to it. But I'm not signing any. Hey, Todd, can you... Press continue to, to did, be able. Did you accept the terms and conditions to use the geographical, the to use your GPS and stuff when you first got your phone? I probably did. So you did. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not because because you know I think you know they're going to use technology when when they start giving the vaccine mm-hmm. out. So, well, Todd, you already uh, consented to, and and so we've already put you on the plan to uh, for a year of Spotify. No, I don't. I don't already want to be in your in the Spotify playlist in nine ninety nine a month. I didn't consent to that. Right. So that's just how that's just how I think. And I agree with you. I, I'm just giving you a hard time. I, I do Good, agree yeah. that the whole thing should be based on consent. You know, if someone doesn't want to do it, they shouldn't have to. Mm-mm. And I'm that guy. I don't want to do that. I don't. Don't. And 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 you're right. You know, and society has a weird way of drawing sides because of things. <laughs> so. Kind of like the the whole mask situation right now. Mm. Do you, do you wear a mask or don't you wear a mask? Who who doesn't wear a mask? Who does wear a mask? Mm. It, I can see a scenario where the <laughs> the app turns everybody blood or cuz. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But everything's been politicized for sure. It makes you wonder. I I, I do believe COVID's real. Um, well, I know COVID's real. All of it's real. I do too, for the record. Um, but I question a it, lot of things. I do that question. I've heard for sure. If for that sure, makes sense. And then you know, with us being in the house for this long, why are we 
nothing like this has ever happened. I understand that this, the flu like this has, well, it has happened, but, you know, it's modern day, so. That Spanish flu was a joke. Yeah. But, you know, it us shutting the world down just never happened in my, you know. I've never even heard that suggested. Right. <laughs> the world being shut down. So For any reason. It's weird, man. It's weird. So, uh, well, I mean, I think we've only just now reached the point where things are globalized enough to where that could be a coordinated effort, to be honest. And, and, and Valid you should, I, anything is possible. Yeah. You know, anything. So, uh, are there problems with a globalized world? Absolutely. Yeah. Are there problems? Absolutely. I mean, I, I would, I would maybe argue just as many as an unglobalized world, though. That, that's, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, because well, I mean this, that's that's a broad topic of discussion. That's that maybe we should save for another episode. <laughs> we'll stick to what's now. That's 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 an hour. That and goes half, that goes two hour deep. Long conversation. That goes deep. That goes deep. <laughs> that touches everything. Yes, a conversation yeah. we've probably had before. Not maybe not on here, but uh, yeah. definitely have had that. Outside the mic, but that's that's what's crazy about these times because technically we we have a pandemic and rioting, protesting, protesting. I should have said that first. If this was an ingredients, protesting, rioting, looting, right. How does that how does that not come out of times that we're currently in? How do you have a pandemic that causes an economic crisis where the, you have a large majority of the population that became unemployed and then the people, some people that are now unemployed don't receive anything their their last check might have been 3 months ago then society tells certain amount of people that hey if you do stay home we'll pay you more because of these other circumstances so that inflates the number of unemployed americans so now, of course, you have more than you ever would have had. It's 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 very interesting to see how one thing transpired into all of this. Hmm. Well, everything's co-connected. You know, I I think if you maybe don't have coronavirus and the shutdown and all of the financial. Uh, disdain i guess that people have for the government maybe you don't have as much rioting maybe you don't have as much polit- uh, social unrest um but everyone's been disaffected man literally everybody republicans democrats liberals conservatives you know the so just like you were saying people are making more money for staying home well you know what does that say to the essential worker who has to work never got the opportunity to to maybe maybe they don't want to work because they don't want to expose themselves to the virus maybe they feel pressure that they have to 
Um, you know, there's a lot of societal pressures that make you feel like, oh, if I don't go to work and I just collect unemployment, I look like a, a bum or whatever. Mm. You know, so there's there's just so many things that that the government has mishandled and fumbled that has made everybody upset, at least a large majority of the people. And I think I think everything is commingled. It's definitely commingled, and when it when things get to that level. That's one of the most important times when you need an effective leader that can mm. speak to people and unify the country and not divide it. And that's one of the biggest things that is being missed right now. The the opportunity to right wrongs doesn't happen here. It's it's a similar thing that we run into all day. Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity to do the right thing and you don't because you don't think anything's going to happen because of the decision you make. And it ultimately is just snowballing bigger and bigger. And the bill still has to be paid. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from here? Mm. It's going to be tough, man. It, there's going to have to be a couple things. You, you can't have your leader saying certain things um, and think you're going to keep things together. Because it's this close to everything falling apart. Um Some of the comments and and things that I've heard come from his mouth is like, you're either purposely doing this or or you're just so disconnected that you don't even know what you're saying. And I cannot believe that because a, a person at his level can't be living his life without intent. And so to me, there's an agenda on like, what are you doing? I think it's situational. I've seen both. I've seen I've seen him be incredibly ignorant. And then I've seen him try to be sly and try to be clever and try to be underhanded. And yeah, I, I, I mean, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but no matter how it goes this November, um, you know, I I think we have a very long time before things actually start to get better. I, I think like, we. I, I, I think, don't see. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're. No, I was I, just going to say I don't see a President Biden making racial issues any no. any better. Or and no, and that's no. that is part of the the problem as well. The choices. So mm. beyond um, the president, you know, when, when we start speaking about voting, that's that's immediately my opinion where it goes it goes that the 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 top with the president so the average person knows the players in that game but what you actually can change is closest to you mm-hmm. and that's what this november my message is to intentional danger field listeners is to Know who you need to vote around you. So arrest for police that break the law happen or justice is served in your opinion. 
you know, it. Mike Muse is a political correspondent that comes on um, the Sway in the Morning Show, and he's created a website. It's called thevotequadrant.com, and he's effectively broken down four different. It's a quadrant, so four different areas of the offices that you need to be aware of and know who that is when you go look at a ballot. The judge, mayor, district attorney, and the police commissioner. He's put together that information with a general list of questions that you should know about the person that you're voting for. Mm. Where did they grow up? What school did you go to? All of that matters. All of it matters. All of it matters. In my in in my voting experiences, I would go in and I'd be very adamant and gun whole and informed about several things. And then I would get there and then there would be questions I didn't know, seats I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of these. I don't know any of these people. Mm-hmm. Who do you pick? Do you pick something? Do you leave it blank? Mm. That's what the vote quadrant prepares you for. You've got to be prepared each time you cast a vote, each time you spend a dollar. You need to be informed. These aren't times to just be, like you said, willy-nilly throwing things around. Again, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Economic crisis. Your health, your family. Your finances, those should be at the forefront of your mind. You know, Joe Exotic was interesting for a week. But what happens when it's not number 10 in the top 10 no more? You don't see it on the the front page. Do you keep clicking? Or do you create your own front page? Where do we go from here? I seen The Rock late last night. Not like I ran into him at the gas station. (laughs) But he dropped a six-minute video. And he was talking to somebody. I know who he was talking to. He said, where are you at? We need you. We need you to speak and unify everybody right now. You took the job. Where are you at? Where are you at in your life? Did you take this time to build? Did you learn a skill? Did you refine a skill you already had during this time? I know I took time to effectively learn how to cook. Is anything you did? I took time to uh, work on a music project and uh, made some decisions that uh, or came far fur fought. I said fur fur came fur term fur. <laughs> but yeah, I um, that's one of the things that I tried to refine and. Um, and you just can't get enough knowledge with that. But I, I've come out of this 
more prepared, you know, to uh, execute on later projects. So lots of things, man. Uh, learning my body, you know, learning I got to eat. Start and wake up in the morning, you put something in your belly and that's going to give you the energy to start your day off great, you know, like just knowing yourself, man. Um, that's one thing like I didn't realize, man, like. And, you know, even with the this stuff that we consume every day, people don't even know themselves, though, like. You don't even understand, because I was, I don't know if this is off topic, but, like, I was talking to somebody, like, and we've talked about this, the the conscience, but, like, being around negative energy all the time, people, your heart and your mind, I can take it, you know, I can take that, it's not a big deal, you know, but you, your conscience doesn't allow, you know, doesn't allow you to, Actually, believe you can't believe that because your conscience is telling you the truth. Like, so you can't you can't be around negativity and be okay. You can't be around these crazy situations. You can't consume Facebook and consume the all the stuff that you and be okay. You can't. You think you can, but you can't be okay because your conscience. Records, like you said, it just records, and it's like since I know that about stuff, I gotta push it all away so I can make my body better. Like stress, man, it change it changes you, man. It changes your body. So with, with with you saying that, how do you feel? And you too, Jordan. How do you guys feel about you know the the Ahmad Arbery, the black lives being taken. It, it's actually, and that that's, you know, I'm talking to myself because I've consumed a lot of that. And I've, these past three, four days, I, I've never woke up in the morning just mad, you know, like, Feeling some type of way. I'm not just ready to pop off, but at the same time, if I get somebody saying something ridiculous, I didn't, you might get a, a version of me that you ain't got before. Sure. You're, You're not, not as easy to walk away from <clears throat> no. hearing certain things. For mm-hmm. sure. And you can cut you can cut the air in places, man. Like you, the tension's there because you, because you already got kind of an idea of who might say some stupid stuff. <laughs> you know, like sure. kind of got that idea. And if you say something right now, you better just keep it at surface level for stuff. You know, that's my mindset. That's and a bad thing, though. It is. It, it is a bad thing, but it's so that's. Just me being, you know, a lot of people feel that a human being. That's that's it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and so this this is this is when we have to have the tough conversations, though. 
This is when we have to say the things that that people don't want to hear, whether right or wrong. Because if you say something wrong, you need to be told why you're wrong and understand why you're wrong. People need to understand each other. Mm-hmm. Or I, I would not, like, even though I don't mess with racist people, I would rather talk to a racist dude and me, both of us get an understanding. And I would be... He could still be racist and I still don't like him because he's racist. And I would be have, uh, uh, you know, if we could understand each other, that goes a long way by itself right there. Not, you know, like us shielding. It's, it's crazy. Like, like going all the going to go into schools, all that stuff like you was talking about earlier. That stuff means a lot, man, because like if you go talk to somebody, you know, black people. We're most most of us have gone to public schools because of money, just because of money or, or the finances. So we're exposed to more walks of life than the person who's gone to private school their whole life. Oh, absolutely. So they don't even know certain mm-hmm. things that we, we would think that is common sense, mm-hmm. you know. So it's <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm getting off. I'm getting off track, but. No, I think I think there's something to be said for that. I mean, and and not just in a, you know, um, hierarchical sense of money, but also um, upbringing and things like that. Like what I what I've noticed is a, a lot of the reason for the discourse, not just because of a lack of understanding, but also because of um, we we live in different worlds. So what is reality to one person is not the same as what is reality to another person. And what upsets me, uh, um, <clears throat> what's going on recently is there's like a failure to even be able to agree on certain basic fundamental facts. And if you and I can't level on the basic facts and basic definitions of things, then the subsequent conversation is meaningless. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how we get beyond that. I don't. I don't. I don't know either because exactly what you said. Some like all you the simplest it's it's one plus two. I can't understand how it is to live anybody else's life except for mine. Skip the color without color. I can't understand what it's like to be you. I can't no one. So that fact alone alone should be like you just can't understand what it's like to be me. Mm-hmm. If you can't get that, what are we talking? Like, what we what are we talking about? That is one plus two. We're not even talking about color. Well, and the fact that some people would say that that doesn't matter. Some people would say that it doesn't matter that you are a different person. That or because we're human beings, it's the same. It's the same experience. Or you're 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 crazy to me. Like so, when I hear. Well, you know, things like, well, he's got a, that guy's over there is doing good and he's okay and, and he's he's black. It's like, you're equating this only to success and money. You think that guy over there doesn't know about racism still? You mm-hmm. think LeBron James or Oprah, they don't know about racism? Right. You're crazy. And for you to even think that they don't 
What, what world do you live in? You're, you're only equating it to what you think is everybody knows about it. As soon as you come out, you know, as soon as you start getting some knowledge and you're exposed, you know about it. Absolutely. <laughs> so it, that that divide right there, and that, and that's like a line now for me. It's like if you can't understand that, we really don't even need to have a discussion. And that, like he said, the, what comes after this don't mean anything if we can't agree on something. That right that here. And that's basic. Mm-hmm. That's that's human basic. Not like that's free knowledge. Like that's you don't have to dig for that. Just understand that you can't understand. Certain things I can't understand. What do you how think it that, is to be president of the United States? How could I? What do you think that comes from? Do you think that comes from like a, a lack of education? Do you think it comes from us not teaching people how to think critically? You know, what, what? a combination of all of that. Do you yeah. think it's a lack of empathy? Like once a combination of all of that and then experiences, all of it, all of it. Mm-hmm. Because I've even had I've had good experiences out of this. Uh, not it's not always been negative. I've been able to, you know, a question was asked, and I was able to say from my point of view why I feel this certain way, and the other person was like, "Man, I didn't know that you thought like that. I didn't know you had to prepare to mm-hmm. do certain things. I didn't know you had to prepare to walk down the street. I didn't know you had I, all of that. You know." And they came out of it with like, wow, you know, that's that's crazy. So it's not all been negative, but to me, it is lack of empathy. If you can't get to that, if I can't tell you my if I can't show you the story of Todd Gorns on the screen and you can't understand this at all and you've seen the whole story, Mm. then you can't comprehend like I put my story out for you. You can't comprehend it in any way. You don't. You can't follow it any way. And how can't you? Because we're both human. There's more. You know, common. We have more in common than we don't have in common. You know, like we're humans. A lot of the time, yeah, absolutely. I think the, I think the basic fundamental things are absolutely the same. So family, like love, like food, you know, most of the things are the same. Most of the fundamental things are the exact same. What are we talking about? The superficial. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's you, you, you just, I don't know. It's a, it's a combination of everything you said. Mm. Let me ask you this: You're biracial, right? I am. How? is your experience in this lens since you have, you know, you're, you're, you have, an you have, you're, you're, you're biracial. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, I, the, the I, lines are being, whether they're purposely being laid out there, but things are being divided from the media to especially social media. Mm. The mm-hmm. comments, that type of thing. How does your lens view that type of thing? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it is kind of tough. So you know, I do have some family members that are not in aligned with what I would think um, your typical thinking should be on the subject. Um, 
but I mean, you know, there's an understanding to it. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's it would ever like come between us as family members. It is upsetting though. It does take an emotional toll on you, a spiritual toll on you. Um, you know, like like one of the things I was talking about earlier was the um, you know people trying to ignore that people who look different or worship differently or anything different have different experiences in society. Uh, you know, I have people in my family who would choose to ignore that and would choose to bring up their children um, pretending as if those differences don't matter. And, um, you know, it's just upsetting, you know, your job as a, as, a, as a parent, as a guardian of a child is to prepare them for how the world is, not how you wish it was. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, um, and, and then also, you know, I, I don't know, it's tough, man. Um, because you see things from both sides, kind of. So, and what I mean by that is, um, I just have an extremely nuanced view on all of it, um, and it it makes it difficult to navigate conversations sometimes with family members and even outside of the family. Um, you know, like like for example, like you were talking about, there's a hierarchy. Um, there's there's protesters, there's um, rioters, and then there's looters, and I think that that order is exactly correct. Um, you know, people that are just taking stuff, those people are absolute scum. Like, the, the, those people don't care about George Floyd. Those people don't care about Breonna Taylor. Those people don't care about Flando Castile, Alden Sterling. Those people don't care about any of those people. Um, but rioting, however, you know, that that is, in my opinion, a form of protest. If you look up the definition of protest, I think you'd be surprised. It doesn't say anything about being civil, peaceful, um, anything like that. It just says that... Um, you are going against something. Um, that's pretty much it. How you do that is is open is open, you know, to interpretation. Um, and that viewpoint of mine, the fact that I think that people tearing up stuff, um, you know, now what they're tearing up, and you know, don't go burning down mom and pop businesses. If you're going to destroy a, a building, destroy some government property or something. Mm -hmm. You know, go burn down the police station. Go burn down the Capitol building. But. That, in my opinion, the rioting is much more understandable than the looting. Right. And that, that is still protesting. I kind of put, you know, peaceful protesters and rioters in the same category. Yes, peaceful protesters should be handled differently by police, should be handled differently by the state, but they should all be considered in the same group of people. If, if, if there's a large enough, uh, enough group of the populace that you have an issue controlling them and there's that much civil obedience, dis disobedience, excuse me, um, that your government buildings and your police stations are burning, you've done something wrong. You as a government have messed up. Absolutely. So, so, and another thing that's absolutely killed me is cops are going out there and beating peaceful protesters, beating on and, and um, you know, macing people, tear gassing people, um, arrest, just arresting people like the CNN reporter, um, and only the black one for some reason. Yeah, almost. Um, for some reason. They both, they both, you know, presented their badge to the officer and told them that they would move to wherever they needed to move to. But only the black one got arrested. I find that, I find that odd. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's what's upset me is that even during an, a time of crisis where the social fabric of this country is being ripped apart because of police abuse, the police are still abusing people. They're abusing the people that are protesting it. What are you doing? <laughs> how, how does it, like, there was a video I think most people saw of they're arresting a protester, and the cop, one of the cop has his knee on the guy's neck the same exact way that killed uh, Mr. Floyd, that killed George Floyd. 
the same exact way. And it wasn't until one of the other cops um, that was helping subdue this um, this person looked up and saw the huge group of people gathering around them, shouting at them, you know, get your effing knee off of his neck, that he grabbed his fellow officer's knee and pulled it off of the guy's neck. Right. So I just don't I just don't understand what what the thinking or lack thereof is and why it's continued. I don't get it. <laughs> you got something to say, Cannon? Yes. What? <laughs> I don't think that, it, that this is something that has think that this is something oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I got it I don't think that this is something that is new I think this is something that has been going on for a very very long time and it's just there's eyes everywhere now and I think that we're able to see a lot more than what we were able to see you know, I mean, it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter what you do. You're being watched or you can watch and have, have, create. Everybody can make a show. Everybody can pull out their phone. Everybody can, you know, videotape this stuff. So I think there's more eyes on it than there ever has been. So, yeah. you know, like and you said, and people they're, still, they're, they're, they're still doing yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't think they ever stopped doing it. I don't think no. it's something that is... Yeah, you know. <laughs> it just goes it, to show you. I've been waiting so long to say this, but they've been killing us since ever. So this isn't new. You know, that's all I got, man. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm feeling some type of way about it. I'm going to leave it alone. That's how I feel. It's not new. <laughs> No, it's, it's 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 nothing. It's hard to stop habits that you're that, that, that are habits. That's a habit. That then that is the point that I was going to make. Absolutely. Exactly, <laughs> you're being exposed for what you do when you don't think anybody cares or pays attention. Well, we as black people forget that it's built into the system. I mean, even when they abolished slavery with the Thirteenth Amendment, it's slavery was allowed. It's 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 barred except for as punishment for a crime. Like they never really got rid of slavery. What was it? Miss was it Mississippi that only just took um, slavery and biracial marriage laws off the books in like 2015? Like, like they like don't get me wrong. They weren't. Yeah, no, no, no. They weren't enforcing them. Don't get me wrong. Don't misunderstand me. But they only just took them off of like their official law books Mm -hmm. in 2015. What does that say about that state? I mean. I, again, we as black people need to quit forgetting that it's built into the system. It's it's it's, it's made. It's not the bug. It's the feature. It's like that on purpose. It's like that on purpose. I had to explain that to somebody. Um, you know, to kind of give some type of insight to on a level that they could understand. You know, it's like. Sometimes, you know, we're going to act different because of how things are set up systematically. I was blessed to be able to be around people. I was I was able to go from where I was at every day. So I have I'm gathering knowledge from here, 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 here. 
as a total or, or as a whole that doesn't get to happen to uh, everybody. Mm-hmm. Black people. That don't get to happen to black people. I, I just happen to have friends and parents of those friends were taking me in and I you know I got to see yeah. a lot of different things whereas I I could have s- still been where I was at you know and that's that's exactly like I mean when you spoke on my story about this but that's exactly why the funding is needed for programs and things like that because when you do get to get those experiences you have this knowledge that you can operate off of without guessing. Again, it doesn't mean that these things don't come in front of you, but you've had a little bit of practice with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're you're comfortable you're more comfortable in handling and executing that gut response or the information combined with the gut to make the right call at this present time with yes. these variables. Yes. You don't have to, you learn how to act. Like, not, I don't even want to say it like that. It's no, not, but I know what you mean. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you can't, I'm a loud dude. I'm always loud. I'm always laughing. And I'm always clowning. But I can't do that over in this situation. I can't do that here. I, I, I know that there are certain things you can't, you just can't do. And these types of experiences has got me to understanding. Well, systematically, them situations don't get to the mass. So we're going to act different. And and this is why we're acting different. So when we're rioting and all this stuff, we don't feel we're going to act different than systematically it, 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 it's all set up like I, I don't really know how to explain it but you're gonna be different and so well, you need to understand that from when you live a, a, a life like this defense defensive all the time and, but I mean, it's not even just black people that and, riot, though. You know, and, you're right. Or, or you know, have social unrest. Like it, it happens everywhere when a populace feels subverted, when a populace feels not listened to. It's it's a human thing. And, it has nothing to do with just black people. It's a poor people thing. You know. Yes, right. yes, it is. And what's crazy is we can't discount the matrix. They're going to add to the soup. You've got agent provocateurs. You've got Antifa. You've mm-hmm. got all these other groups that take advantage of the crisis. Somebody said that too. You you gotta take advantage of a good crisis. You you have to. I think that was in Ozarks or something like that. Like we gotta take advantage of this. It's a crisis. You can't. There's you gotta take advantage of it somehow. But, but look at look at do. like look at like the richest families on the planet right now, like Bilderberg, like um, Rothschild and stuff like that. Um, and then go look at how they made their money or when their families like became as rich as they did. Most of the time, it was during a crisis. Which there was one family, I forget which one it was, but like during I think it was World War One or something like that. They uh, no, it, it was before World War One. 
but they told their government that their own army had lost the war and because they were the only people at the time who had the capability of um, of transmitting that information as fast as they did um, the stock market essentially their version of the stock market crashed and they were able to buy up a ton of wealth for super cheap they had like two days of the crash before word got back that they actually hadn't lost the war I forget, I forget which family it is. I think it's the Rothschilds. I could be wrong about that, though. But yeah, like you're, you're absolutely right. People seize crises. Mm-hmm. I mean, in in that's crazy. And there's ways that you do that as well. So think of this. So Jeff Bezos has made a lot mm-hmm. of money during this crisis. Why is that? You can't go to stores like you used to. He's got one of the sweetest deals going. You buy everything from anything from Amazon. He'll get it to you quicker than these guys. He'll see to that, even if it costs him more to do that. Just to put them guys out of business because mm-hmm. we are so selfish. We won't pay $1.99, $5.99 to ship nothing when this guy says he'll do it for free and get it there in two days. Mm-hmm. What's really scary is that amalgamated with the fact that a lot of people who have been telecommuting for their jobs are I think are going to end up not ever going back to their jobs once once their their um the the companies that they work for or the the state that they work for realizes you know hey we could just have these people work from home the whole time and not have to pay for a building not have to pay you know for certain things to keep them around they're just going to let you work from home um, and then eventually they might find a way to just make it so you don't, so they don't need you at all. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I think scares me a lot is, is I think a lot of people who had a secure job before all this, it looks a lot more grim. And I think that's a lot of companies that do things to keep advancing their margins. That's what they do. They literally find ways and invest in downsizing their workforce. Mm -hmm. They would rather pay $150,000 for that robot arm to flip the hamburger perfectly than you in healthcare. And they're almost required to like, um, you know, if you're a publicly traded company, I know we're talking about just the largest companies right now, but like McDonald's, Burger King, most of the people that would do the automation kind of things, they're legally required to increase, they have a fiduciary duty to increase their bottom line for their stock shareholders. So what that does, in my opinion, and I think in, in, a, in a common sense opinion, what it creates is a false dichotomy between having to do things that are immoral, um, doing, having to do things that you shouldn't do, or making the same amount of profits as you did the previous quarter. You know, it, it, it puts a, an unfair pressure on these companies, um, you know, that says, hey, you have to make things as cheap and as low cost and as easy as possible to increase, to maximize your profits for the next quarter or you're off the board or, you you know, you, you, you are no longer in charge of whatever portion of the company you're in charge of. You're not pushing this where we needed to go exactly and i think it's because of that malcontent it's because of the fact that we can't just be okay with what records best buy or amazon posted the previous quarter because they are basically forced to not be okay with that 
that you do have these companies taking shortcuts and cutting costs and cutting corners on things that they probably wouldn't have if they weren't forced to adhere to that fiduciary duty, to that requirement. I mean, I understand where that requirement was born out of for a publicly traded company, but at the same time, I don't think maybe we thought as far ahead as we should have about what that would create, what, what kind of pressure that would put on these companies. Right. The the end game wasn't in mind. It was just, it, it, there, it sounds well. I don't think we ever thought we'd have multi-billion dollar, multi-trillion dollar multinational corporations be as powerful and as widespread as they are. I, the system... The system was never intended to handle things of that size. And, well, you know, don't get me wrong, like the the people who made most of the rules, the founding fathers, they, they thought of a lot of stuff. Um, but there's a reason why they made the Constitution a living, breathing document. There's a reason why they wanted us to take things in our own hands and change things as time went on is because they, they even they knew there were certain things that would happen that even they wouldn't be able to foresee. Very well said. <laughs> I mean, you 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 just put me on ice like a, a, a <laughs> I mean, a, a fresh drink. <laughs> they, they happen just like that. Mm. I had no, I had nothing else that I could do but to Merton Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's nothing else that I could do. <laughs> Yeah, we just need to make sure not to miss our chance, man. We gotta. We, we need to get to work. That's all I can say. And you, and I always gotta throw this in there. I never, um, I never uh, look past. It might be the Lord. <laughs> I never look past it because it's getting to the point. Because. I've read I've read the books, mm-hmm. and it's going in chronological order, so I never leave that out as well because I mean there is a, uh, in Revelations it does talk about people will look from their harbors and ports and see, look at a, a a great nation that's on fire and they will be like uh, basically I'm not saying. Uh, verbatim but basically it'd be like I can't believe it happened to them the end of Babylon like <laughs> I'm just <laughs> so I never count count that out either yeah no definitely well, should kind of on average too empires last about 250 years mm-hmm. we're pretty close what are we at 239 mm-hmm. pretty close <laughs> So maybe we have term limits. Who knows? There's expiration dates on everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Every empire falls. I mean, that is just the nature of how the game goes. And this is as close as I've ever seen it because... uh, that's, that's, That's interesting because what does a falling empire look like to the civil... The civilians, the civilization there. Well, what's great is we have precedents for that. We have we have countries we can examine and look at look at their fall, look at the the fall of their empire. Look at the UK, for example. 
they can they had control over India, large swaths of India. They had control over large swaths of different parts of Africa. They had control over large swaths of all over the globe. And now they've been reduced to back to their island, essentially. And the, their their monarchy has has had to give their power to a parliamentary system and to the people. So, I mean, fortunately, we we've seen that empires like they can still survive, even though they do fall and they do eventually implode. But you know, hopefully, we can prepare and make it so that we still have something here for people to enjoy and be a part of. Man, it's scary. Definitely strange times that we are living in. Mm. There's a, again, there's a lot of information. There's a lot of actions there. There's a lot of confusion out here in the world. What's right? What's wrong? That shouldn't be confusing, though. No. That should be is exactly as cut and dry as the sentence is. At the bare minimum, allow that to guide you. When you see something wrong, wrong is wrong. As the saying goes, if you know better, you got to do better. Are we trying our best to know better? There's plenty of things put out in place to give you that false sense of I'm doing and knowing better. You're 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 following your what was the the episode we had that when you when you follow your own narrative to find the answer to it and you keep looking for that. Mm-hmm. You know, the matrix creates a matrix inside of the matrix. Mm-hmm. It's a you game know. inside of the game. You know, what if for those that have seen the matrix, you know, the popular opinion is when you see them in the Kanye clothes, that's the real world in the matrix. Well, we know that Neo stopped the Sentinel the same way he stopped the bullets, supposedly in the real world. But why isn't that the Matrix still? Be careful who you're watching. Be careful who you're listening to. Again, one of the main goals of Intentional Dangerfield is to push and to create a way for you, the listener, can build a system of your own critical thinking. If it defies your gut, your own logic, your own reasoning, you must question it to the fullest capacity and then do it again. And just when you think you're done, do it again and have a conversation with people like Mr. Jordan Crawford, a brilliant mind. It's always, always great to have you on the podcast. You come with information, you come solid, you make me think, you make the listeners think, you provide great thought-provoking information. You're welcome here anytime you want to be back. Is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? 
Yeah, absolutely. Hey, don't give in to cognitive dissonance. If you see information that is, you know, um, negating what you would typically believe, negating what you would typically think or feel about a certain situation, give that some thought and some time. Factor that into how you factor that into your ideals. Um, n not everything is as it seems firsthand and superficially. Dive deeper. Do research. Read. More people need to read. That's more people need to read. This is intentional danger field.